on today's Domain Sherpa Review, the highlight, of course, is bringing in the original Domain Sherpa, Mike Seiger. In addition, we discuss a two-word.com transaction, really get into all sorts of different pieces to look at, how many letters, how many syllables. Um, we have some great conversations about new TLDs, uh, .io, .live, very interesting. And Jebediah Burnett hits a home run against Seiger. Kate Buckley, hilarious and informative as usual. Enjoy the show. Hey, Sherpa Network, I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com, and I'm delighted to have you join us today for the Domain Sherpa Review. This is the show where we get into the minds of successful domain name investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become better investors ourselves. We have three segments to the review. We'll start off learning what the Sherpas recently bought or sold. Next, we'll discuss some domains uh, going to auction at namejet.com and whether the Sherpas think they're a good investment opportunity for you. And after that, today we'll have a little bit discussion about what we think is going on in the market and about the upcoming NamesCon conference and what we're all looking to contribute to and or get out of that. So delighted to have three past Sherpas and industry thought leaders have to start off the introduction with the founder of Domain Sherpa, Mike Seiger. Welcome back to your old spot. What's going on? Well, I guess hey, spot. thanks for having me. It's always <laughs> great to be back on Sherpa. Uh, give us a quick intro uh, with what you're doing now. Um, quick intro, uh, founder of Sherpa, ran it for five and a half years, passed the baton on to Tess, who is now doing a phenomenal job running it. And I am focused uh, primarily on DN Academy, which is an online training course that accelerates the learning for domain name investors, brokers, webmasters, entrepreneurs. We do the corporate training for GoDaddy brokers, Uniregistry brokers, and CEDO brokers, as well as uh, over a thousand individuals who have chosen to come through the course. Beautiful. Well, thank you for taking the time to come back over here. And what you're doing at DN Academy is awesome. Thank you. Uh, Jebediah, where are you today? Uh, I'm at home, I think, as most of the world is. Um, but no, I'm still the uh, senior domain consultant with Donuts. Um, so I'm still excited with our uh, updated extensions and, and just doing that still. So. Excellent. Delighted to see you. You are always fun to hang out with. And Miss Kate Buckley. Hey, Tess. You want to say for a minute what Buckley Media is up to? Um. Yes, we are. <laughs> I have to take a second. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? We uh, it's been a really interesting year with you know some dips in the beginning and then some really interesting highs. Uh, we've been selling a lot of twoword.coms, which I find really fun and interesting. Working on some really big um, uh, sevenfigure.coms right now. One word that I'm excited to hopefully announce in the near future. And um, spending a lot of time at home. Oh, and I got engaged. <laughs> There's that. Oh, like, yeah. Zoom it in or something. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Congratulations. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. 
it's so neat how we all know Todd, um, how he comes and is so supportive at the industry events, but also it sounds like he's learned about a lot about domains. What uh, line of work is he in? Marketing of some sort? Yeah, he, um, he owns, uh, he co-founded co and co-owns um, a full-service digital agency called Inc. It's I-N-K, so it's IncAgency.com. And uh, they had a really interesting pivot uh, this year due to COVID. They went from you know, just a very high-end branding um, to pivoting. They still do branding, but most, they now mostly concentrate and specialize on digital lead gen. Uh, and they have kind of white-labeled this proprietary process that they're killing it. They're actually doing better this year than ever before. So it just goes to show there's opportunity, you know, out of chaos comes opportunity. And if you're nimble and you can pivot, um, there, there's always going to be some blue sky opportunity around the corner. So I'm really proud of them. Really interesting. Uh, well, that's the perfect marriage, domains and marketing. That's right. Love it. Nice. <laughs> Did you guys set a date already, to, or, um, Kate? Oh, dear God, no. We're just, you know, we're, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, all right, so get past the pandemic and then set a right. date. Yeah, we, uh, all of our family is in the South, um, you know, West Virginia, Kentucky, uh, Florida, Georgia. So we, we'd like to wait until our nearest and dearest. Still, it's, it's safe, you know, particularly the older family members. Oh, yeah. Until it's safe for them to be on a, a plane and come celebrate uh, with us. So we'll see. Something fun and casual. Maybe some barbecue. <laughs> Crossword puzzles. Crossword puzzles. <laughs> little jazz. Your Don't invitation could be a crossword puzzle. Oh. <laughs> yes. That's People can't get the, get the location of where to come unless they fill in the crossword <laughs> unless puzzle. Unless they solve it. That is amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> like four so, people show up. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, but they're her four favorite people that show yeah, exactly. up. That's going to be me and Mike's wife. <laughs> that's right. Erin. Yeah. I love it. Well, for Sherpa yeah. Network, for those of you who don't know, uh, we were chatting before Tess started filming. We're all word nerds, and Tess and I have gone back and forth about crossword and word stuff and, and, and uh, kind of egging each other on by attacks. And now Mike reveals that he and his wife are into it. So I introduced, I'm introducing the world now to my new word nerd obsession, <laughs> which is Spelling Bee on the New York Times Games app. And uh, just, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> nice all right let's do this um what's new sherpas so we're going to share one purchase or sale you've made in the past few weeks whether uh for your own personal uh, portfolio or on behalf of a client um and we'll learn what you paid or received for the domain why you thought it was a good deal and how the negotiations progressed so do not say your price or any details at first you, you think you can follow the rules, Mike? Um, <laughs> I might be able to, I might remember those. <laughs> Kate, you're up first. What'd you buy or sell lately that you want to discuss? Uh, well, you know, I, I just mentioned uh, that it's been an interesting run of twoword.com sales. And um, the most recent one, I think, is also the most interesting. Uh, here's the caveat. I can, I can tell you lots about it, but I can't tell you the exact name. So if you're okay with that, it's a pretty good story. That's always fun. Yes. So how about tell us just enough to make these guys guess a price and then we want the whole story. 
You got it. You got it. So it's a keyword.com um, central to the uh, software uh, software industry. Oh my gosh, that's it. <laughs> five hundred dollars to five million dollars. That's my guess. <laughs> I'm thinking the clues for the crossword puzzle better be better than that. <laughs> okay okay all right you're right software is very broad uh what can what can i what can i say was it is so it sounds like it was an exact match or a brandable uh okay great great so it was an exact match okay okay um, um how about like how many letters ish like two yeah, that's a good one yeah how many letters like how many words how many syllables total, or it can be you know okay it is um Two English dictionary words, exact match for a term in the software industry, um, and it is between, um, you know, seven and nine characters. Total. That's good. Total. Total. And it um, passes many, the video test? Absolutely. How many syllables? Ooh. Uh, three. Three syllables. All right. So that's, that's a sweet really spot for, uh, for, you know, brands. Two words, seven to nine syllables, three or seven to nine characters, three syllables. Um, and it's an exact match. So it's something like. No, you can't. Don't start guessing because I'll get in trouble. <laughs> you're too Wouldn't good. Wouldn't that be awesome if I just guessed it right offhand and you're like. You're too good. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why you need to take D in Academy's mm -hmm. course. Mike Sager right, so is you, good. So you sold it. You, you sold it or you helped somebody buy it? I brokered the sale of it on behalf of my client, uh, the former. So it was an outbound sale brokerage deal. All right. So what do we know about software? It's hot, right? Software, healthcare, education. Those are all hot industries that continue to just grow. Some have accelerated lately. But software has been hot for, you know, the past, uh, I don't know, 10, 20 years or so, ever since the first dot-com boom. So an exact match as well. So I would, um, you know, I'm going to put it over 100,000 because if it's less than 100,000, you're probably not going to take it on. Somewhere on that order of magnitude. So it could be like 80,000 up to, you know, a million if it's an exact match. You know, somewhere in that order of magnitude, I would say. Um, and uh, was I, am I close so far? <laughs> I'll just tell you this. I was not going to take it on originally. Oh. And so, again, I'll save the story for later, but I'll, I'll just. Yeah, that, that does give us a measurement of where it stands. Yeah. So why wouldn't uh, a broker, I'm not saying your specific case, why wouldn't a broker take on a domain name that's an exact match originally, either because it doesn't have enough search volume or it doesn't have a high enough CPC or there aren't enough companies that are buying marketing around that term. Those all Very might be specific. reasons. It's almost too specific. Like even though it's an exact match, it may be a mix of a brandable and an exact match. It could be a, a you know, small market base to an exact match domain. So. Right. It could I be have like a price guess already. Come on, guys, make a commitment here. All right. I'm going with uh, 150,000. Uh, domain charades. Gotta <laughs> love it. Um, totally. Yeah. It's a movie. Uh, 
I had an idea and then you threw in that you weren't going to take it on. And so that like just mm -hmm. threw the idea out the window. Um, I think I'm going to go a little higher than Mike. I think probably closer to a quarter, 250,000. So not having, I mean, just the, the details that you've given, the three syllables, the short, you know, character count, um, exact match, two word. Two word to me brings it down, obviously. I mean, a, a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'd say, I'd say a quarter, 250,000. Guess. How do we do, I'd Kate? Say, uh, you guys. Well, have, Tess's guess. Yeah, Tess, what do you guess? I don't usually guess, but I can. Um, <laughs> I'm we don't usually not know the name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> torn, um, between going low around like 120 because you weren't initially going to take it on, but that also could have been because you hadn't invested an extensive amount of time in researching that actual space, or um, maybe something changed in that space because of um, COVID, like you were saying with Todd's business saw a big change, you know, certain um, softwares are much more in demand right now. So, uh, or software solutions. So that's possible. But, um, I do think that three syllables, seven to nine total letters two dictionary exact match does really, really bring the value up. So, um, so I think like 170, 180. That's my guess. Well, you guys are all obviously very good at your jobs because <laughs> you're all dancing right uh, around it. So the uh, it closed at uh, $200,000 and, uh, and in escrow fees, uh, buyer paid escrow fees. So 200 change. Um, you want to know the quick little backstory? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> Let's move on. We're good. So I do want to say this though. One of the reasons why I, I I think I was thinking along the same lines of test though is like Kate and I have never had a conversation directly. So I'll I'll base this on the fact of just reading things about her and her successes and things along those lines. I think she knew somebody and knew had a contact through her expertise of a great domain name like that, where she wasn't originally gonna take it on, but then the light bulb goes off of, hey, actually, not knowing the name, I mean, it's pure speculation, we have no idea, but I think that's one of, I mean, I'm gonna bring it back down to like relationships, knowing, seeing what's going on in the future, seeing what's happening today, tomorrow, and next month. I think Kate is fantastic on that. We see that with her sales all the time, um, but, that's a great, I mean, if it was something you were going to take on and it sells for 200K, that's great. Great work. All right. Good, good contribution to the guests. What do you have? Okay. So this, this is, I love this story because it goes to um, good karma. Uh, so I was brokering um, a domain name of a one word.com for a company. And uh, the, the CEO who had engaged me left. So now I have a new client. It's the incoming CEO. Uh, Green Street. Uh, no, no, <laughs> oh, okay. no, that was a really fun sale too. But that, that was a situation when I sold in, in, in the um, buyers, not but this was from the 
my clients, the sellers. Uh, so anyway, different story. Um, so now I have a new, I have a new contact person at the company that my new. So anyway, this guy is a completely different client than the outgoing CEO who was really lovely and, and, and great to work with and collaborative and transparent. Uh, this guy, um, Hmm. Let's just say he ended up acting extremely unethically, hmm. like, like getting lawyers involved unethically. We'll draw a curtain over that. Now, I, I contacted the outgoing CEO who'd originally engaged me just to say, hey, just to say, hey, I want to keep you in the loop. Are you aware that this happened? He said, no, I'm shocked. I'm horrified. I'm so sorry. I feel terrible. But I'll be honest, I'm actually not shocked because it turns out all these stories are coming to light that he has acted incredibly unethically in a lot mm. of different business relationships. And so I feel terrible. Let me know if there's anything I can do. I'm like, great, thank you. I, I knew you were a stand-up guy. I really appreciate your response. Okay, a couple days go by. All of a sudden, I get an, an email from, uh, from this guy. The, we'll just call them the good CEO versus the bad CEO. <laughs> the good CEO pings me, says, you know what I've been thinking? I have uh, a domain name that I think is worth some money. Like I just, and if, if you want to take it on, I, I just would love for you to, 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 cause I just feel so badly about what happened, you know, and you know, hopefully this kind of <laughs> make it up to you, you know? And, uh, and I said, wow, that's really generous of you. It's really thoughtful. What's the name? So he told me and I'm like, ah, I mean, maybe it's really nice of you. It's really kind. And, you know, I, uh, Mike kind of hit some things on the head where when I was looking at just the raw metrics of it, it, you know, wasn't really popping at me. Um, but you know, I got on the phone with them and tell me more. Right. And this is, this is the, the thing that I tell everyone that the, the biggest thing you should do is ask questions. Tell me more. Why do you think it's worth real money? Right. And, uh, I was, convinced enough by his pitch to me that I decided to take it on. Um, so then, the, you know, the negotiations um, start, started extremely low and the five figures, um, I, got, I got the buyer to six figures, um, 100, 125, 150, got him to 200. At that point, um, that was his, you know, best and final board, the whole nine. And my client and I decided that we were very happy with it. And so everybody won. Uh, everybody's happy. Uh, you know, the domain got a great home. It's going to a great end user. And, you know, I just feel like just the great karma of that, you know, that guy being in so high of integrity. And, you know, I, I was able to happily make him a lot of money to reward his um, ethics and integrity. And so anyway, that's why I love that sale. Ah, oh, congratulations. That's really nice. me. Cool. Ah, nice. and Jebediah, you're right. There was a personal connection involved. <laughs> Very interesting. Good job. Um, and good to know why it's worth um, spending that kind of time with a client too. That's a great example. How, um, many, um, how many people did you actually get involved in potentially making offers on that domain, Kate? Uh, I probably had about 20. Um, you know, my, my method is to really, 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 really research and pre-qualify. Uh, I'd rather hit 20 companies that I know can use it, I know can afford it, and I know um, can benefit from it 
then um, just scattershot 200,000 company. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a method that served me well. So by about 20. Nice. And it happened pretty quickly, I have to say. Like within a month, hmm. uh, and the negotiations happened pretty quickly too, about over a two-week period of time. Interesting. Okay. Nice. Um, good question, as always, Mike. Uh, Jebediah, you're up next. What did you buy or sell lately that you want to talk about? Well, it's a sale. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's actually from our team, so I wasn't personally involved in this, but I think this is a, a great name um, that just shows multiple different avenues with, with updated extensions. So the name's D, single character, D.live. Ooh, the letter D dot live. All right. No other info. Mike and Kate, what do you think? <laughs> Ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a um, to me. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with Tess on this one. I think you should go first, Mr. Seiger. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. Seriously, you don't want you don't want to go first. It's like you bring a new G guy on here, and he throws out something that like none of us have ever dealt with before. What are we supposed to do here? Exactly. I mean, I'll be honest. I I am a dot com girl. I I can't get on name bio to see what other single characters have sold in the new G's. Hey, Um, Jebediah, what was your great comeback right there? You should be involved in it. That's the point. <laughs> and and this, that's it. You know, I, and if, I, I mean, don't I, get me started, I, Jebediah. I know. If I, if I could have actually registered some of these and the registries okay. weren't holding them back, then maybe I would have been involved, huh? <laughs> You're supposed to say, well, maybe if you would have contacted me and negotiated, we would yeah, have cut you a deal. Hey, when I first right. met you, I was on a panel talking about new G's before people even knew what a new G was. So I know. You were I don't even in know why I let you on that panel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think it was at your shop, wasn't it? <laughs> it? It was, yeah. It was in our office. <laughs> it was in your office. That was DN Seattle Live back yeah. in 2014, 15? Yeah, 14. Something like 14, that. Yeah. Sure. Um, all right. Well, I... I have no um, single characters. God, if it were X.com or one of the other six.com characters, we're talking about millions. Um, so I'm sure it's right around there, right, Jebediah? Just joking. Okay, so all I know is like I've heard Braden say that he owns some single character.orgs, and I'm pretty sure he said he sold them in the low six figs, and he owns some more. Um, so. That's my only exper- experiential data point that I have. I'm going to say you sold D dot live. Uh, I like the dot live uh, TLD uh, D live. Um, I'm going to say 150,000. Okay. Kate, time's up. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Mike, I remember that conversation with Braden. Um, about the single character dot orgs and you know and, and in the low six figures so uh given that i think i'm gonna in in caveat i i, I that's this is not my pond at all um so i i think i'm gonna go a, a lower uh, i'm gonna than the dot org so 29,532 dollars Big range. 
Tess, what's your guess? What's your guess, Tess? I say 50 grand. 50 grand. See, yeah. I, I think that the dot .live is better than the dot .org, Kate, because if you go for a single character dot .org, it limits you pretty much to a not-for-profit organization. Some really cool not-for-profit, um, but they have their limitations, right? Because every dollar you spend on a great domain name is one that you can't spend on whatever, you know, organization that sure. you're trying to go for. So, yeah. I don't know. And I mean, don't it is an amazing here, I... time, I would think, to use a dot .live, not only for now, but the future. I mean, I, I think a TLD like that is going to see um, if these new GTLDs um, are, are going to take off bit by bit, year by year, just like we've been talking about all these other um, uh, online facets that have just seen this real um, tight, compacted growth, I would think that live is high on the list for a TLD to experience that. So, all right, spit it out. 35 grand. <laughs> hey, on the so, money. But, so here's the story. This is, a, and, and Tess, you, I think you nailed it right on the head of why this domain name sold for that price. Um, if you're in domains, you're in crypto. Usually most people are familiar with crypto companies. Um, Tron.networks, um, one of the top 25 crypto companies in the world right now. Um, they acquired a company called DLive.TV. Um, .TV is .TV, whatever you want it to be. It's long, it's, it's whatever. However, or I shouldn't say long, it's, it's old. Um, it's old. But right what I said, there's a new there's a new push for, for live. I mean, every Sherpa has been, you know, doing this for, you know, video conferencing and stuff like that forever. But, you know, we were talking about our schools and, and everything is, is going that way. So um, D live TV didn't actually do a brand change. They're using D dot live as an entryway to their new users. So their new users are using D live as a direct navigation to their, so there's D dot live backslash cutie pie, which is a great gamer. Uh, YouTube star things along those lines things like that so um, this domain name sold a little bit lower than what we probably would do for uh, most other end users but since they had a specific plan in place of how to use it um, how to filter it down to their end users as well um, they were able to save a little bit on the upfront cost but um, great purchase by Tron Networks great use um, by DLive TV and we're excited to see this one in organic now out, out in the world what was it originally priced at, Jebediah? <laughs> Would have been six figures. Um, yeah. So a single character, one of the better single characters in .live. Yeah, I mean, there's some great ones. I mean, A.live is one of my favorites, um, Alive. It's a great brand. I think mm -hmm. it, it plays across the board. Um, you know, you're going to have you see, you know, out of the 26 characters, there's probably 15 of them that are going to be great brands. B, you know, um, but then you're going to end up with some weird ones. So, yeah. Um, but I, I'm with, I love dot live. It's my favorite extension that, you know, has sort of followed me from the beginning of the days with, you know, right side and so forth into donuts. Um, and I think it's now coming to its you know, early adulthood, mature point, um, being able to be used in, in, in just any space right now so it's fantastic so when they buy a d.live 
for 35K, you said? Mm-hmm. Um, do they have to pay uh, reg fees, renewal fees that are higher than normal, or is that just a normal renewal fee? Normal renewal fee. Yeah. What any other, of the, um, are any of the other letters in use, the one-letter domains? There's a couple. So there, um, some of them have NDAs, so I can't, I can't say that. But there are a couple in use right now. Okay. So. Were you going to say something else? Probably. I don't remember. <laughs> um, well, uh, I just went there. Oh, no, I, I remember what I was going to say. And I, I've, for, for a decade now, I've been trying to dispel. Most of the premium level domain names, like when you're talking about super high quality domain names from Donuts Registry, do not have premium renewals. They are standard annual renewals anywhere from $5 to, I think, max like 50 bucks. So, um, you know, if you're looking at fantastic single character or, or, you know, one word dot live domain names like learn dot live, for example, is one that I love right now. Um, you know, things like that. You're just going to have a standard $10 annual renewal. So good to know. And good sale. Please tell the yeah. team congrats from all of us. They did a great job. So. Wow. Um, all right. Uh, Mr. Seiger. You're up next. I love that your portfolio strategy, do you still have 33 domains in your portfolio? I'm down to 32 now. Oh, <laughs> talk about, all right. Because I would like to say, if I ever invite you on and you have not done a purchaser sale, you're welcome to share one of your students if you want it to. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. that'd be awesome. Um, nice. So I like, you know, not many demeanors are like you, um, and I love your efficiency. And um, you manage a great portfolio, but you are very selective. So, what'd you buy or stop? Or, yeah, what'd you buy? All right. So, I, the past couple of times I've been on, I've talked about sales. So, this time I wanted to mix it up and talk about one that I purchased. And, you know, in that, in, after talking, after you guys guess and everything, then I'll talk about a little bit about my portfolio if you're interested. But the domain I bought was skeleton.io. Skeleton.io. Interesting with the IO, and I love that you did. You bring that on just for for Jebediah. I know neither of them know anything about .io, so I can't wait. Like you screwed me on that D .live Jebediah. So here we go. <laughs> I guess Jebediah. That means you're guessing first. I guess I'm guessing clearly. Um. I know Mike likes the .ios because every time we talk about new G's, he talks about .ios. <laughs> um, so, um, you bought you bought it, right? I bought it. So, yeah. What did I pay for it? Um, did you buy it at auction or did you buy it privately? Can't tell no, you. No question. Oh, I remember the rules it's still. <laughs> so hoping you forgot. Because um, yeah. Mike forgets anything. Skeleton singular. Right? Singular. Skeleton singular. <laughs> I'm buying time. I'm thinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to spell it for you really slowly? Yeah. Latin. <laughs> can I get the Latin root? Um, can you use it in a <laughs> sentence? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have, so this is my dilemma with .io, and I'm going to put this out there. Um, I think end users like them, but they're they're marketed as like a gateway domain, 
they're not, you know, they're, they're not your, they're not going to be your end user domain. You're going to eventually want to do something different. Um, so with that in mind, reversing that going backwards and knowing Mike keeps very, very small portfolios, um, you know, the value has to be there. So I'm torn and I'm still buying time. Um, on, I'm just going to throw a number out and I'm, I'm totally yeah, go ahead, Kate. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say 3,500 bucks. I'm just going to, I'm going to throw a number out. I'm going to say 3,500 bucks. There we go. All, All right. right. Shoo. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so here's, I'm going to tell you my rationale because, uh, I recently bought uh, arrowhead.io um, oh, and I, I paid, it's up to you, what do you think I overpaid or underpaid, underpaid but I, I paid uh, 1500 and change. So um, I, I know Mike, you have a very curated portfolio and I know that you are a value investor, right? Cause you're looking mm -hmm. for that ROI. So uh, my guess is going to be, I'm just going to say 1500. Tess, what's your guess? Nine hundred. Nine hundred $900. My God, I need you to have, I need you to buy for me, Tess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I paid $2,200 for skeleton.io. Um, so you're all right around that order of magnitude and I need to have Tess buy for me. Um, the, um, I loved skeleton. So I actually contacted a developer about a .io project that he had, because I'm always looking to add more value to DN Academy, and he had some software that I was interested in, and um, we started a conversation, and then I stumbled across his .io portfolio. I'm like, oh, interesting. So he's sort of like Mike Carson, I'm gonna develop a bunch of projects, and I'm gonna hoard all these phenomenal .ios, and I'm gonna use them for my own projects. And I said, are you interested in selling any of these? And he's like, Yes, I am, if you make me an offer. So we negotiated. I bought a couple of them, and I apportioned uh, of the purchase 2200 to Skeleton. And I love it because um, .i, you, you know, when you're buying .ios, you need to understand what technologists, developers, people who program that uh, tech scene, the software development scene likes, and what their, you know, the terminology that they use, and the you know, the, everything that's around it. It's like me going and buying CCTLDs in Germany when I don't know anything about Germany. I've never been to Germany besides my heritage. I, all, all I understand is .de is Germany-based uh, country code top-level domain. So you need to understand how people think in that area. And Skeleton, not only is it a, you know, a very popular um, word in the English language and it has a large search volume. There's 114 top level domains that are registered. There's 182 companies around the world that are named skeleton something. And there's 41,000 projects in GitHub uh, at github.com that are named skeleton something or mentioned skeleton. And so it's like themes that are Based, that are called skeleton that you can build out a website on or it's a wireframing kit or a framework or it's something to do with bootstrap or a starter kit for programming, what have you. So it's a very popular term um, and I was very excited to get it because I think that a developer 
who has a project and that project they post on GitHub and then it gets a lot of traction and it suddenly grows and they're charging for it, will probably want skeleton.io to launch on. Um, because they, you know, they would never, to Jebediah's point earlier, it'd be great to get skeleton.com, but they probably wouldn't be able to afford it. And getting a single word.io is, uh, a great single word.io is like a great two word.com. But when you're in the software space, the .io is cool. Everybody is using that and they, you know, everybody in that space knows it. And especially when it's B2B, um, so you're developing a software kit that other companies are gonna use and they're all in the space, then it's a perfect match. And so that's really what I'm buying the domain name for is to serve that market. Um, and yeah, I have had a lot of success with .io's in the past. You know, I've sold, um, I, I pretty much, only have a couple of .io's in my small portfolio. So it's usually less than, you know, if I have a portfolio of 30, I might have three or less .io's. And so I try and pick really good ones. I sold unicorn.io recently, last year for 15,000. Um, I sold uh, php.io, which is a language, likely.io, which is a brand, sticky.io, which was a brand. Um, and so, yeah, now I added, um, I've got one in my portfolio that might be going to sale. We'll see. And then uh, skeleton.io and I added nerve.io as well, like nerve system or uh, something like that. So, yeah, very small to your point, Des. I've, I just like to have a few in there. I like them. The people that I work with like them too. And so we stick to those. Yeah. And it, I mean, skeleton is the perfect type of name that these geeks would like. I mean, that's a brilliant, <laughs> brilliant match. I she said it. That. She said it. <laughs> We're all thinking it, but she said it. <laughs> I, just, I just thought you would have gotten it on a steal or something. Yeah, but I wish. It's worth what you paid. I think it's all clear. I think it's high wholesale. Um, but when you look at the things that are selling on Park, and Park is, you know, if you go to NameBio and you put in Park as the, um, as the venue and you look at them, there's a whole bunch at wholesale, but then there's a bunch at really high values like uh, Luxury.io just sold off of, um, oh, Grit Brokerage sold that for $14,000. Uh, but like Manual.io sold for $19,000. Nebula.io sold for um, $12,000. 12 or 19,000, somewhere in there. So they're, um, Park gets, you know, they have money. People are spending 20,000, 10 to 20,000 for the great .io domain names. Um, and uh, Park is seeing most of the action because Mike Carson pretty much has the market cornered on, on that space. You know, people are buying them there. They're keeping the parking pages there. Um, and then they're selling them there too. Good points, all good points. Hey, um, we had a pretty long first round here. Let's take a moment to hear from our advertisers who support us in our educational mission. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y, FT.com. So it's time for looking at the Namejet domains going to auction. Love this part um, because we really get to see um, 
some examples that are specific to our user, our, our um, audience right now. Um, so let's take a look here. Um, this segment is sponsored by Namejet. Um, and we don't get commission or anything. We just uh, have them up for the good of this wonderful industry we all love. Uh, so nobody is selling or brokering any of the names on this list, right? Correct. Fabulous. All right, Jebediah, you're up first. What jumps out to you here? Um, so a couple of them jump out. Uh, I just, ones I liked right off the bat. I like Our America. I think that's a really cool name. I think it's a good, good timing name, um, which is sort of unique for me. I'm definitely more of a keyword related domain guy, and that's definitely a brandable name, but I, I just liked it. I thought it was cool. Um, uh, Prime Properties was a good name. Um, there was keyword wise, standby generators. Um, I have one because I live in the middle of nowhere. So it's like, um, you know, those, those are actually, it's a great keyword related, keyword specific domain name. I'm, I'm not 100% sure what the, the search volume is, but I know that those things are stupid expensive for each one. So if you're a good, good dealer on them, then, you know, you're, you're making pretty good by each, by each lead that comes in. So, um, you know, a couple of them, like, like Prime Properties, I liked because there's also a dot properties extension. Um, so there's an opportunity to really corner um, some some brandable names there. Um, but in your mind, does that affect value at any domain that you look at? If if the ending word also has a TLD and another extent, um, it depends on the extension, to be honest. So like if like Prime Properties to me, um, how my brain works is I see primeproperties.com and I think it's too long. Um, I think if you can put a dot in the middle of there, it becomes a brandable and a specific, easily readable word, prime properties. So I like prime.properties better than primeproperties.com, but to me, primeproperties.com is still a good name. Um, but same thing with Green Energy Guide. I think that's a great name, but it, to me, it just is a whole bunch of letters put together. Like it takes a second to look at it and read it, whereas if you own you know, green.energy or greenenergy.com, there's just, or excuse me, greenenergy.guide. There's a, there's a little bit of a break in there that visually you can read it better. So it doesn't take away from the .com value, obviously. Um, but I, to me, it makes the new extension or the .guide or the .properties more valuable because it's easily or easier to read as, as a brand or online as a short link, however you want to use it. So. Um, but, um, but if it's like certain extensions where it doesn't make sense or it's like a, just a generic extension, it, that it doesn't matter to me there. So if that makes any sense. Okay. Like and do you have any numbers to put behind the different domains that you mentioned that you like or what you think would be a good price to um, purchase them for? Like the domains that I like here on the on list? list? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean... Prime properties, I'd probably want to stay under a thousand for the name. Um, me personally, um, as an investment, probably the one I like the most is divorce online, um, for lead generation and things along those lines, you'd probably want to go up a little bit higher, maybe around three grand. I think you'd be okay. Um, you're still 
you're creeping up there, but I've noticed that a lot of the auctions are creeping up. So, or they seem to be, um, but yeah. So okay. other than our America, like our America, I wouldn't really stood out to me and I don't know why. Maybe I'm just super patriotic right now, <laughs> but um, uh, um I mean, that one I would probably, me personally, I'd probably pay a little bit more than I would on any other given day just simply because I think it's, it's a good opportunity right now. Um, and then moving forward over the next couple of years, I think is a, a good okay. brand of some kind. So Nice. Appreciate it. All right, Mike, what jumps out to you? Um, so what jumps out to me is primeproperties.com and Turnpike and wedlock third. I think, um, so, you know, to echo a couple points that Jebediah said, uh, or to contrast them, let me put it that way. I think prime properties is a good one. I don't look at it as long. Well, it is, it is long, right? So if you look at the large uh, real estate companies around Seattle area, Jebediah, you have Windermere real estate, they go by Windermere. You have uh, Realogics, uh, real estate or fine properties, they go by Realogics. You have, um, you know, they, they use shorter ones than primeproperties.com, prime but you're not going to get prime.com. You know, the company that uses this isn't. And I looked at the metrics. There are 471 companies around the world that use prime properties in their name. That's a lot of companies. And real estate is one of the biggest industries. So I think that that, to me, is one of the winners on this uh on this list plus you throw in the fact that namejet uh primary or is the only uh auction partner of uh network solutions um this is a netsol name from 1996 so it's an old name that nobody has ever had access to um i think it probably is worth at retail you know 10 to 20 to 25 maybe even up to 50,000 to one of these prime properties that's actually operating and making good money um, to buy it that hasn't had access to it before. Uh, having said that, I probably wouldn't pay more than 2000 for it because I tend to want to be on the wholesale, you know, on the wholesale side. And while I think it's a great name, I try to buy only single keywords, whether they're .com or .io. Um, and I think it's going to go for way over that because the, the auctions are just on fire that people are paying way over what I think. Like I could see this one going for $5,000, let's say, because somebody's going to be happy getting two times their money back or three times ROI and, and selling it for 15,000. And like, I won't pay $5,000 for it, but I think that probably somebody might. Um, Turnpike on the other hand is a great single word dictionary word, 1,300 companies around the world um, named uh, Turnpike. It's got a little SEO juice. It's got an 18 out of 100 domain authority. So it has been used uh, as, a as a website in the past. And it's a 1994 registration. So, um, you know, I like, I like both those uh, domain names best. I don't like Ergo Fitness. Uh, there's actually only three companies in the world named Ergo Fitness and uh, they might not even be operating anymore with the pandemic. Um, do you, um, did you happen to notice what one of those companies' domain name was, by chance? No. Yeah, and <laughs> right, it could be Ergo Fitness, yeah. It was Ergo.Fitness, yeah. Oh, was it? Fitness. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you set yourself up for that, Mr. Researching Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I'll put that in the beginning of the show notes. Jebediah hits a home run against me. Totally. (laughs) Wait, so ergo.fitness went out of business? Is that what you're saying? No, they're still in business. Based in Australia, they're doing great. Well, then tell them about the .com. Maybe they want to buy it. Why? Because then their customers can actually email them without, like, messing up. <laughs> oh. I'm messing up. So, yeah, I'm not going to go down sure <laughs> I can't even incite you to go down there. Come on, I, We can't. So, so, first off, it's a dot. They're, um, they're Ergo Fitness. They're in Australia. So, yeah. the, the default domain or email would be com.au. Right. So it sort of kicks out like, oh, they're only going to type in .com and they're going to go out and they're not in America. It's not the default um, thing. Secondly, in the minimal research, and this is very little research I did on this company, they started and their immediate domain was Ergo Fitness. So I don't know very many people that are going to start emailing a random company, Ergo Fitness, without ever going to their website at some point. And if that's the case, then you're clicking on their contact form, the email goes out email comes back and then you're just responding that way. So lost email is something that I think if a company does a major rebrand to a new TLD, yes, you're going to have to address it. It just, it is what it is. If your brand is built on a new TLD from day one and it's built online and most of your contacts take place online directly, I don't think it's an issue. And I don't think that end users are as, confused as they were five, six, seven years ago now. Um, and I just, that's, you know, I know there are numbers to back me up. I don't have them on me. I didn't come prepared for an email conversation. Um, but, but I think that's a default. Oh, uh, you can, you know, it's default garbage. So yeah, I'm not sure it's default garbage. I do agree that you make some valid points. But I do have domain names that get email leakage from subpar domain names. And if I'm seeing it myself, then I know email leakage is real. I think it's even worse when you say, uh, when I meet you in person, Jebediah, and you're like, email me Jebediah at ergo.fitness. And I remember, okay, Jebediah at ergo.fitness. And I go back to my computer an hour later and I type in Jebediah at ergofitness.com. I think that's mainly where it happens. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Jebediah, you have a good point of what industry is it in and how much of their business needs to be online or via email. Um, right. Yeah. Plus, yeah. My, their biggest problem, they couldn't spell Jebediah anyway. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you just go with J. Just hit me up at J. I can't spell it. J.live. I, I, I swear to God, I still get confused when Google or Gmail tries to autocorrect my own name. Like, <laughs> No, there's an I. I'm pretty sure there's an I in there. Well, you would think, I mean, they know everything about us. You would yeah. think. Spell my name correctly. Just yeah. saying. My name gets autocorrected too. Um, all right, Kate, you're up. What do you like on this list and why? So being me, I'm, I'm going to gravitate toward the one word dictionary.com. Uh, some of the two words are, are interesting. So um and uh, one of the ones that I, I like that is uh, a one word, but it's a brandable is digitalism. I like that. Uh, domain names with digital in them do very well. They're very popular. 
Um, so I don't think it's high value. I wouldn't spend a lot of money on it as an investor. However, I think it's a smart play if you can get it at a price point that will for you. Um, cause I, I just, I think there's going to be wide consumer appeal and wide end user appeal. Um, wedlock is interesting. You know, it's a, it's a one word dictionary.com. However, it's a, it's a bit archaic in usage, and it also um, has arguably a, a negative consumer res, uh, resonance, right, um, or association, like born out of wedlock. Like all of a sudden, we're back in this, you know, scarlet letter. So I, I, I don't know how much demand, end user demand, there's going to be to build a brand on that, so I would exercise caution. Uh, I also like Turnpike. Turnpike is fun. It's fun. It's interesting. You could easily spin up a really compelling brand story to partner with that. I could absolutely see companies branding on that. And in fact, many already have, to Mike's point. Um, Crown Properties is, is, is nice. Uh, video outlet, who would avoid at all costs. Uh, Green Energy Guide is, is long. Uh, Ergo Fitness, uh, uh, sheer bliss. I like anything with bliss in it, but I certainly want to spend a lot of money on it. Divorce online. Uh, I agree with Jebediah. It's a great legion. Uh, you could absolutely make money there. Um, same thing with standby generators. You know, if your you know, cost basis is low enough, it's a great keyword domain. I really like rascals.com a lot. Yeah, it's a plural, but it's a strong, short, you know, English dictionary, one word, generic.com. And it's a generic, but it's also a brandable. And it turns out there's already a lot of companies uh, branded on Rascals uh, and also a lot in arts and culture as well. And it's fun. It's a fun word. It's a weird word because it seemingly means something bad. However, in popular usage, it's come to be flippant and mischievous and, you know, that darling rascal, you know. So um, wouldn't that be a fun name for a band, the Darling Rascals? Anyway, I like Rascals. <laughs> I like Rascals, too. I will caution the audience. Um, I could see Rascals, because it's a dictionary word and it is a fun word, it could go for a lot of money. But, yeah. And there's a ton of companies. When I go in, and go to open corporates or Datafinity, there's over 1,100 companies with Rascals in their name that you would look at and say, well, they would potentially want to downsize and buy the better domain name, right? Shorten, I mean, and get the better domain name. But if you look at all of them, they're all restaurants, pet grooming, kids entertainment, childcare companies. Um, and I don't see any of the companies that are willing to spend big money for a single domain, uh, single word uh, domain name like that. So if you buy it inexpensively enough, great. But since we talked about it and it's on Namejet and it's, you know, and it's a 1995 domain name, I'm afraid it's not going to sell for anything uh, close to what you would be able to get your money back out of at a decent ROI. That's my, that's my worry about it. Do you think that, and I don't, I don't know if you can see it um, particularly as a domain upgrade. Uh, I see it as a great name for a startup. I think it makes more sense for a startup than a, obviously Rascals Pet Grooming or yeah. Rascals Turtle Soup and QS, whatever. I mean, I, just, I don't think that's going to apply. What kind of startup do you see using Rascals.com? Um, ooh, you know, it would be somebody, you know, like the, like, what is it? Is it, 
Ola Lily, Zoo Lily. What is the what is the cute like children's clothing brand? I could see it be being darling for a big, fun, poppy D 2 C children's clothing brand. I think it would be. I could totally see that. Yeah. For that. And there's other use cases as well for a startup, but that was the first thing that popped into mind. Yeah, that could be the highest and best use case of yeah. this domain name. Yeah. Well, I mean, other than turtle soup. <laughs> and how, about, how do you gauge between where you can, um, where you say, hey, there are tons of end users in this space, and that means that even if they don't buy it, lots of people are confirming it's a good brand versus but all the end users in this space aren't making enough money it's not a brand that sounds high end enough um how do you aware how do you differentiate that this is to you mike first or anybody um you know i think every investor comes at it from their own perspective and that's either going to help them or hurt them. So I look at most domain names from a technology, healthcare, finance perspective, and I'm always looking for the highest and best use case in that scenario because that's what I understand. And so I don't understand clothing companies and children's brands and, and that sort of stuff. So when Kate said that, I'm like, I could totally see that. Like Zulily, Rascals, like, yeah, that's a, that could be a great, kids brand for clothing um so so then it made me consider it a little bit more but um you know and that's that's one of the things that i try and recommend to newer investors is that if you don't talk to other investors and you don't have a broad um if you don't ingest a lot of knowledge about a lot of different industries then it really limits your abilities to pick brands and see what brands are going to be the winners of tomorrow um, and so, you know, you do need to get together with other investors, like on the, on the domain social that happens uh, every Friday, thedomainsocial.com that's run by Arif now and, and uh, team, um, so that you can just hear other people talk about it, because it's these kind of interactions that expand your thinking about domain names and companies and branding. Good call. Yeah, thanks. I think it's good to walk us through that. Anybody else want to jump in on that? Or are we good? We're good. Okay, so let's take a moment um, and hear from our uh, advertisers who support us in this educational and entertaining mission. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y, FT.com. So, uh, time for part three. What's going on? What excites you about Namejet? I mean, sorry, NamesCon coming up. Uh, and in general, anything on the market happening that you want to get into. Um, so, uh, Mike Seiger, you're up first, right? Uh, yeah. What's, um, so just anything that we want to talk about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, NamesCon is coming up September 9th, 10th, 11th, or 8th, 9th, 10th, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm helping to moderate the Americas tracks, so anybody that wants to learn more about domain names in general, we're going to talk about 
you know, some basic characteristics of domain names that'll help people understand. You know, when I was looking through these uh, 10 or 15 domain names that we had to review today, I'm looking at specific characteristics that help me as an investor figure out which ones I like and why. Um, and I know tons of people just shoot from the hip, but I like to have a little bit of data and then shoot from the hip. <laughs> uh, and so we're going to talk about what I look for there, but I'm really excited about NamesCon. The, the one thing that I'm looking forward to the most is uh, the networking. And you wouldn't think that you could do a ton of networking online, but you know, my favorite thing about going to a NamesCon event or any um, live event is that you can actually sit down at a chair and then people will walk up and chat with you. Or when we're in Vegas, Kate and Todd would walk up and we'd play craps together or whatever. And so um, they're gonna have this area where you can actually sit down in like four chairs and grab one of the seats and then when people sit down, then you can actually have a conversation like this. And if all four of you are on the screen and you can just like chat it up and you're like, okay, I got to go to another meeting. And so I'm going to take off nice to chat with you guys and you leave and you go to a different room. So I'm going to enjoy actually meeting some new people and having small conversations like this um, at NamesCon. I think that that, you know, that is one of the top reasons I, I spend money to go travel and um, go to different places is to meet new people. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and I also want to give a shout out to, um, to the Accelerator grads at DN Academy. Uh, I, I'm always trying to play with different ideas at DN Academy and I thought, you know, all the tech space in San Francisco, they do these accelerators where companies that are doing startups will come in, get accepted, and then they run through this eight or 12 week program where they teach them everything about starting up a business and then they take them to demo day and they raise money or whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to do an accelerator for DN Academy. People have either signed up but haven't gone through the course or people want to sign up and have me guide them through an eight week uh, course where we get together once a week for an hour to two hours and then they go off on their own and they do homework and they have networking groups and they have to share what they've learned and they have uh, exercises to go through. Um, and they spent probably about four to eight hours per week doing homework. And then we get together, we review, we talk about the next week, and then I send them off again. We started with 99 students, 60 graduated. So 60 went through every single week. Wow. One, one person actually took vacation half a day for the eight weeks to come to the accelerator class. So I, I credit uh, that person tremendously. Um, but yeah, 60 graduated, and I am so proud that they made it through. They did all their homework. They did all their evaluations. Um, and we've got 60 new investors out there that have a great fundamental to, to start their investing journey. So exciting. Wow, that's a lot. And that's a lot of commitment. Yeah, it was a very, very big commitment on their part, like massive. And um, yeah. So anyways, that's what's going on with me and hope to see everybody at, um, at NamesCon. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I'll, co I'll come sit at your table. Yay! <laughs> All right, Kate, how about you? What's going on? Uh, well, I am also looking forward to NamesCon and um, doing a couple things uh, this go-round. Uh, I'm going to be on um, a panel with our friend Brayden on what's your domain worth. I'm going to be hanging out with you, Tess, from time to time, providing some color commentary on the uh, Domain Sherpa review. Um, and then I'm doing a uh, standalone session 
called Brand Yourself, How to Create a Compelling Narrative Around Your Personal Brand. Um, I, and we're going to talk about uh, the fact that you are a brand and why this is so. And, uh, and do you have a brand positioning statement? And, and if so, are you happy with it? And if not, why don't you have one? And I'm actually going to take um, the audience through uh, an actual personal branding exercise to come up with a mission statement, a manifesto, a personal dynamism uh, statement. And, and we're gonna talk about what are you a magnet for? What would you rather be a magnet for? And how can you redefine your brand to attract your ideal colleagues, customers, circumstances, and the fact that this carries through not only your you know, website, but your social media platforms. Because um, let's face it, we are judged in this day and age by our online footprint. And if you don't define yourself, others will. So it's your brand is your business. Very exciting. I look forward to seeing that. And um, I'll tell everyone in a minute more about our shenanigans planned. Uh, Jebediah, your turn. <laughs> Jebediah is not leaving yeah, his house. I'm in my basement, just hanging out. Uh, no, and I'm actually super, I know everybody's going to say it, but Wait, I'm, Jebediah, your internet is awful or something. You sound like you're speaking through a fan. Is it any better? Nope. I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> it totally sounds like that. You got to use the broom and get the kids off the Xbox by hitting the ceiling. Uh, I did say it was in my basement, so there's not, there's not much there. Um, hang on, I guess. Okay, you see for a sec if you can fix it, and I'll chat. Is that okay? Okay. Or you can type in chat window what you want to share and have Tess share it with the world. <laughs> I'll do a deep voice. <laughs> See what I can do. I don't have any donut swag to throw on like you do, but <laughs> you want to try again? Now you're muted. Better. Now try turning off your video and then turn that back on. So anyway, so I'm really excited. We're going to do a Domain Sherpa Red Zone for the auction at NamesCon. So this year's auction is essentially silent because there's not like poor, we should get Wayne Wheat to make a guest appearance. Oh, yeah. Um, but the, um, so our, our beloved auctioneer uh, will not be attending um, because it's just not an auction like that. So since it's pretty silent, um, welcome back, Jebediah. You better. No. Oh. So since it's uh, pretty silent, uh, Domain Sherpa will be there um, uh, and just walking through what's going on in the auction, some of it adding some energy and entertainment, some of it adding some information um, both on actual bidders and on the domains themselves. So we're going to have a couple steady panelists. Um, for sure, me and Shane Coltra, um, and Drew Rosner is thinking maybe he'll be uh, steady the whole time, or maybe he'll be too focused on bidding. We'll see. <laughs> and then we're going to have some pop-ins like uh, Kate here. So I think that'll be fabulous. Um, so should 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 keep it uh, exciting. I hope. So it's a whole new thing to try. So I'm, what I'm doing to prepare is watching as many. Uh, 
hockey games as possible. The Bruins have been killing it. <laughs> Jebediah, are you a hockey fan? No, no. Okay, you can't talk. Um, so <laughs> 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 your, your audio is probably painful, is my guess, for listeners. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to not hear from you. Um, Mike, you have more experience than I do. Should he type it out and we read it? Or should we just be like... Um, you know, I would uh, either, you know, jump off and then jump back on. If you have the URL, Jebediah, that might fix it. Um, or switch your, um, switch your audio setting to like choose a different setting and then come back to the one that's working maybe. Maybe that'll work. I'll come right back. Okay. <laughs> I, I've never had this problem before. This is quite the no, new No, that was weird. I'm, I'm grateful yeah. you of all people are here, Mike. And Kate, good idea with, with the typing. Um, plus, I would love to, I don't know. Actually, we could have a Jebediah imitation contest while he's gone. <laughs> Even more fun. <laughs> I think Mike would win. Oh. Just because we're both Seattle and good looking, is that why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How did you know? I know. <laughs> All right, kids, he's back. He's coming back. Hey, while he's still firing up, shout out to Mark Levine, the doctor of .io. He just sold another uh, crazy, he, that guy is making some crazy sales. I don't know what he just did. I think he's got like a, a domain name voodoo doll that every time he gets a sale, he puts another pin in and it like kills a, it kills a new GTLD sale, but he gets a .com sale or something. I'll tell you what. Just joking, Jebediah. This guy, he just moved. Five days after he moved, he came on Sherpa. Five days. I know. That guy's a rock star. That's karma. Yeah. He wouldn't be able to sell D.Live though. He, you need a real professional to do that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think you sound normal. Do I sound normal now? Yay, you're back. Yay. Okay, so tell us what's going on in your world, any shout outs and or what you're looking forward to at NamesCon. Um, well, at NamesCon, 100%, I'm looking forward to the networking. I'm, I'm really excited to be talking with both industry professionals again, you know, I, we get the opportunity to talk to, we, to each other on a, on a semi-regular basis with people who are within the industry. But like Mike was saying, sitting with people, you know, two or three of them may be brand new to the program or, or brand new to what's going on. And I think it's great. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to that because those are, I think I learn more from them than they learn from me or, or you know, from any of us because it's, it gives a new perspective to what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I love that. I love seeing what they're thinking and, and what their their goals are, their plans are. And, you know, I'm sure Mike feels the same way with DN Academy. Like if they have a huge success and you've spoken to them at some point, you kind of feel yeah. you know, like maybe I had a little something, maybe they took something I told them, but, or vice versa. Like I remember when this guy told me that and I tried it and it worked. So um, I'm really looking forward to NamesCon. Um, I'm going to miss traveling, but it, it is what it is. So um, you know, other cool things that are going on that I'm excited about is Donuts has launched uh, True Name, um, which is pretty awesome. It's a um, domain protection across your registration um, for um, IDNs. So if you register a domain name, it'll block out 
IDNs. So you, you have great protection right off on the domain. I think that's really cool. It's a unique idea within the space that I really enjoy. Um, you know, letting our clients know that they're protected in more ways than just with brand protection. So um, other than that, you know, domain and doing the domain thing. So um, I'm excited, really excited to just kind of hang out with everybody at Namescon again. So. Yeah, I like that you recognize the networking opportunity there. Um, plus, you know, as much as we all think it might be really hard to actually talk with people, it, because of the structure, it probably could be easier or easier to talk with people we've never had an easy time talking with before. Um, plus, everyone's so desperately starved for human interaction that they'll talk, they'll even talk to you. <laughs> but Jebediah, give me another minute here with True Name. What exactly is it? So I always get the wording wrong, which is funny because I'm in domains and words should be my thing. But um, so true name, I'm going to pull up the wording, so bear with me here. Um, so if you register a domain name, a uh, true name, um, through some of our registrar partners, you'll notice a true name logo next to the domain. Um, and what it does is it provides, uh, I'm looking for the word because I always get the word wrong, um, homographic, homographic registrations. Kate, you're great with names. Help me out here. So other words that sound the same? Um, other, well, other characters that look the same is look the direction the that it's going. So, so like if you bought D.Live, I'm sure there are some Cyrillic letters or something that might look like a D, but actually exactly. have an umlaut or something that you can't see visually, but it might show up in some right, cases. Right. So the easiest way for me to describe things is like a couple of years ago, the word crypto came up on all the boards. Crypto.com was for sale, but it actually wasn't the word crypto. It had... Um, other language characters in, in the domain name. Well, with true name, it, it blocks those out. So if you buy those or if you buy a true name, it will not allow registrations of other domains that could infringe on your security by using um, other, uh, I don't like the word foreign, so I apologize, but other foreign languages um, built into the domain or to the SLD itself. So um, it's just an awesome way to sort of really help with um, security on your domain name, security in your email. You know, it's, you won't have phishing emails, especially with the security to it. So it's just a really cool product that uh, Donuts has launched. And I'm not the expert in it yet, so I apologize. But, you know, when, it's not just because it's from Donuts. It's just a cool, cool thing out to help, help brands, help investors as well. So if you register, you know, Whatever it is, crypto.software, and somebody uses a foreign language to register it, you're, you're better off. So, Makes sense. No, that really makes yeah. sense. Um, and I think that anyone whose interest is piqued by this um, will be able to figure out exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go to uh, truename.domains. Um, phenomenal information there. It gives you everything you need to know. It shows examples and, and everything. So. Yeah. Um, or the information's on the web. .com. I was happy. I said, or you could go to truename.com. I was happy to see. Yeah. Oh, clever. Direct. Yeah. Very what? Clever. You guys own truename.com? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. 
<laughs> All right. This was an absolutely wonderful show to film. Thank you to each of you for being on. Um, the humor with the three of you never disappoints, um, but also um, some really excellent insights. Um, so I might not see any of you until NamesCon. So um, until then, be well and keep in touch. Thanks for all your time. Thanks. Thanks, Tess. Tess. Right. See, you see you guys. See you later. Take care.